0: Next on BYU Sports Nation: Game Day in Provo, late night hoops for BYU basketball. What Dave Rose says his team has to change now. ESPN play-by-play
1: man Roxy Bernstein breaks down tonight's matchup with BYU and LMU. Plus, BYU defensive
0: line coach Steve Kafusi joins us and talks about his new old job, his advice to son Bronson about the NFL draft, and a Mo Longy update.
2: Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by. The BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton
0: and Jerem Jordan. Game day! BYU Sports Nation, live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Thursday, January 28th. Wherever and however you have chosen to dial in, great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with... A superstar, a man who is playing hurt today, Jerem Jordan. Am I? I?
1: I told everyone I was sick, but I just wanted to sleep in. This is your Michael <laughs> Jordan
0: Game 5 of the NBA Finals no, moment. No, no.
1: I feel fine now. <laughs> now that it's 10 a.m. and we're on the air, I feel great. As long as we don't do the countdown,
0: I feel amazing. Oh, Jerem. What's going to happen then? You going to feel sick again? Ooh! Is it all going to go bad? <laughs>
1: we haven't had anyone throw up on the air yet, so maybe <laughs> maybe that's
0: where it's going today. <laughs> wow! Please don't do that. Wow! Please do not do Giving that. Giving me okay. ideas. Okay, get Germ some more Sprite. Yeah, get him some more. <laughs> I was going to show it. I don't know if that's like, if we're know. sponsored legal by issues. Sierra Mist
1: or something. Legal are issues. we a Pepsi company, a Coke, or neither?
0: Here are today's BYU Sports Station headlines. <laughs> it's game day for BYU men's hoops. The Cougars hosting LMU tonight at the Marriott Center. Game tips, as we mentioned, at 11 p.m. Eastern, 9 Mountain on ESPNU. You can also listen on BYU Radio. ESPN's Roxy Bernstein will have the call. He will join us in studio at the bottom of the hour.
1: Roxy! Also game day for the women's team. 10 Eastern. They're on the road at LMU. Jeff Judkins uh, and the Cougars hit the road. They've been really good in conference so far. 8-1, tied first. 10 Eastern on the the W.TV.
0: Ziggy Ansah was the eighth overall pick in the NFL Pro Bowl team draft. Ziggy was the fourth pick for Team Irvin. The Pro Bowl taking place Sunday at 9 Eastern, that on ESPN. Will you watch that? The Pro Bowl? Yeah, I will not. Probably not. Maybe for a few plays just to kind of see, like, just a Ziggy.
1: Ziggy a little bit, yeah. sure. Yeah. You know what? Now that I've said that, I'll probably watch the whole thing. Zach Blair tees off today at Torrey Pines at the Farmers Insurance Open. Blair is currently 22nd in the
0: FedEx Cup standings. Now here's a question. Is there any other football game? To watch besides the Pro Bowl, you you don't have to force it though. I mean, there's the Senior Bowl on Saturday. Yeah,
1: someone uh, cut up the highlights for me. Are so you I don't more have to likely watch to
0: watch the Senior Bowl or the Pro Bowl?
1: Ne- what is neither for two hundred, Alex? <laughs> You're gonna watch both. You're gonna I'll, watch both. I'll watch the BYU Pepperdine game <laughs> in men's basketball. That's where I'll be. Well,
0: the Senior Bowl is gonna be. It's in the. I think it's like in the afternoon.
1: Uh, list, you know? Oh my goodness. Yeah. We'll figure it out. So much for your Michael Jordan moment today. I never said that about myself. (laughs) The Jerem Jordan moment every day.
0: Time to rise and shout. It's time for What's
3: Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Hashtag Beat the Lions.
0: Game day, BYU hosting LMU tonight at the Marriott Center. The first of seven home games remaining in the back ten contests of the regular season for BYU. ESPNU 11 Eastern Roxy Bernstein on the call again. He'll join us in about 30 minutes. The Cougars are trying to avoid back-to-back losses. They have not suffered consecutive defeats this season. They have been historically very good at home, especially late in the season. We did that math earlier in the week. BYU very good in the final part of the season, especially at home. But a special run, which BYU and their coaching staff and fans... And BYU Sports Nation are all collectively hoping for starts with one win against LMU. But we want your big picture opinion. That brings us to today's Twitter question. BYU will go, fill in the blank, in the last 10
1: games of the regular season. Use the hashtag BYUSN. First tweet. At MellowCopter. 9-1 because home court advantage and the BYU rock. The Row the Cougar student section.
0: 9-1.
1: 9-1 would be really good. I think... Eight and two is what BYU does the back ten, which would be good. Would the be last really
0: good. three years that BYU has made the NCAA tournament as an at-large team in the back ten, BYU has gone eight and two.
1: If BYU does that and they have twenty-five wins, let's say they get to uh, Tuesday night, title Tuesday, and and they don't win that. If they win it, obviously they're in the NCAA tournament. If they lose that twenty-five wins, they could be in Dayton again. It'd be the third time in the last four years. And no one should care because right now you're 14 and 7, you're in fourth place in the West Coast Conference. You would take a, a bit of the NCAA tournament in any way, shape, or form.
0: We've heard the term hero ball thrown around. That's meaning, the way I play, man. You know, and that is the yeah. Jeremy Jordan yeah. Yeah, yeah, approach. Yeah, yeah. 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 Again, I'm going to take at least 17 shots. Furthering again. his Michael Jordan hero <laughs> show today. <laughs> I
1: do believe I can fly.
0: <laughs> Dave Rose was very specific yesterday when he was asked about what his team needs to do better, and hero ball is not a part of it. Listen to this. Sometimes a guy can make a shot on this team, and, and he can be pretty happy with himself, and then there's four other guys that maybe are a little disappointed. And what's important for us is to make sure that when a shot's made that all five guys feel like they've
3: you know, been involved in it.
0: When BYU shares the ball, they are very successful this year. This is a staggering stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. In wins,
1: BYU's averaging 18.7 assists per game. The Cougars average 10.7 assists per game in losses. So that difference is pretty big, That's right? almost double. Yeah, eight, essentially. Well, exactly, in fact. Eight. Math major, what Dave Rose is saying is, we, we've we got to watch Hoosiers before the game tonight. Four passes! All, yeah, everyone's got to touch the ball and go. Now... He's not saying names. I'll do it. Chase Fisher and Nick Emery. Those are both very good shooters. Some down the off, sometimes the offense gets bogged down. They're trying to make a play. In my opinion, that's kind of the direction that he's looking in that. But guess what? Behind him, there's not a lot of dudes that are going to be behind them that are trying to make plays in that way. I think, Kyle, I think the Kyles need to lead the way in this. Okay? I think Kyle Davis has to be a more effective post player. He went two for nine against Pepperdine. Can't have it. Got to go at least four of nine, maybe five of nine. Okay? Those are, there's a lot of bunnies there to make. He can do it. Kyle Collinsworth, to me, needs to be a more of an offensive threat, too. I know that they need to set up the shooters. But to me, he can do that effectively if he can get himself to the rim and create double teams. The Kyles need to step up a little bit, in my opinion. Then I think Chase Fisher and Nick Emery are more effective as shooters.
0: If BYU wants success in the final ten games... Sharing the ball is certainly a metric that they need to watch closely. And I guarantee if Dave Rose is talking about it to the media, he is slamming it home into the heads of his players day in and day out at practice.
1: Because that, by the time, so unfiltered in practice, it's going to be filtered to the media, okay? So whatever comes out with the media has been dithered to a great degree, right? You want
0: to know what the emotion's like in practice? Ramp it up like 20 notches. Yeah, Share the ball. BYU 59% of made field goals in wins have been assisted, and only 39%. In losses.
1: Wow, that's big. Another thing that I noticed in the difference between wins and losses, the rebounding margin for BYU is plus 9 in wins. Okay. In losses, it's negative .1, so just about even. That's a, a couple more possessions. BYU hasn't lost uh, games by a huge margins. I think the largest is, what, 11 at St. Mary's? I mean, I look at the losses in, in, uh, in order. W- margins, 1, 8, uh, 9, f- 3. 11, 3, 6. These are close games like last year where BYU wasn't getting blown out by anybody. uh, But a few more extra possessions, uh, some better shots, result in wins. Result in execution
0: down the stretch. Now the schedule... And BYU's opponents early in the season are helping the Cougars right now in the RPI. Their chances of making the NCAA tournament are going up because teams they have played are performing well. They didn't BYU obviously didn't play a game last night. They jumped six spots in the RPI. So they are number sixty-eight in the RPI going into the game against LMU tonight. If they go nine and one, like was suggested by at Melocopter, nine and one. And are twenty three and eight going into the West Coast Conference tournament? To me, that's the goal. Whew.
1: Oh yeah, you want to be at twenty two or twenty three.
0: Blaine Fowler talked about what he feels the Cougars need to do in the back ten games yesterday for them to have a shot at an at large bid. I think the worst they can be is nine and one in the back ten. That would that would make them uh, so. Say they go two and one in the tournament. That would get them to twenty five. That makes them a bubble team. Twenty five wins right now, by the way. According to TeamRankings.com, and this number keeps going up, gives BYU a 60% chance of getting an at-large berth in the NCAA tournament.
1: You'd take that right now, It was
0: 30% like three weeks ago at 25 wins, but because of the way things are playing out and they're getting help in the RPI, teams that they played early in the season are playing well, 25 wins, 60% chance. It's still bubbly you got to feel good about 60%.
1: Absolutely. I think that BYU is going to play really well at home the next four games. That, a week from today is St. Mary's. Live on BYU TV, by the way. A week from today. So you have uh, a good set of four games at home. You go back out on the road for three, come home for three. And that is the end of the season. I think BYU, could, and it starts tonight against LMU. That was a close game until the end. Uh, with the Lions. So BYU's got to start, uh, play good team ball tonight. In my opinion, as I mentioned, the Kyles need to get going. I think that'll light a fire under uh, Fisher and Emery. And subsequently, Zach Sellius who the last few games uh, on the road hasn't been amazing uh, like he was before. Obviously, a regression to me in there. LMU, he was good. But uh, Gonzaga struggled a little bit. Portland struggled a little bit. Uh, and Pepperdine struggled a little bit. I, I think BYU, I think role players play better at home. I think the fans will support this team, even though tonight... It's at 9 p.m. We're walking out of that arena at 11 or 12 tonight. But once you get in there, it doesn't matter what time the game's at. It could be at 4 a.m. It's going to be intense, and I think BYU is ready to go
0: tonight. Watch the Cougars, I guess, focus to share the ball tonight, given what we have discussed on the show today. To get them started on what they hope is a magical run in the back ten, And the pieces are in place, Jerem. We have hit this hard for the past two weeks. I'll
1: be surprised if they don't make a run. And a run, to me, is 8-2 and two or better.
0: Seven games at home, including the top three teams in conference, all at the Marriott Center. Place your undefeated and, I, and winning by an average of 20 points a game. You need to
1: get at least two of those three. You obviously, one all three. Three
0: road games against teams that BYU can and should beat.
1: San Francisco will be a, a trickier matchup, though, on the road. That's the place that's giving BYU trouble.
0: So 9-1. and one. In the back 10 for a Dave Rose team, given what they've done in the recent past and the seven home games, is it really that like that much of a stretch? I think it's attainable.
1: It has happened the last two years and three of the last four. So that's why it makes you think that it could happen. Yet, uh, is Nick Emery a freshman now? Is I think, it, is he, it like it, I think he has transitioned kind of now. That, right? He's transitioned yeah. past is that Is Zach Selyus that a freshman? You know what I mean? At some point in the football season, Tanner Mangum ceased to be a freshman that was brand new. He oh, knew he what seems he was to be doing. a freshman
0: uh, as soon as Mitch Matthews caught that pass at Nebraska. <laughs> it was over at that point. Yeah, pretty that's, much. That's
1: pretty early. <laughs> <laughs> like a quarter of play?
0: The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Join BYU Sports Nation. Fill in the blank. BYU will go in the last 10 games of the regular season to the Twitter machine. At Wap 17, eight and two because hey, I'm at re- Wap
1: seventeen's back. It's I'm
0: reasonably optimistic. Eight and two is what BYU has done three of the past four years. Yeah, What's they've, your, nev- they've never had this many home games. What do
1: you say? BYU will go eight and two. You think eight and two? Eight and okay. two. At BYU fan 1995, ten and zero. All road games are very winnable, and they will dominate at home. Ten and zero would be. That would be amazing. Awesome. They'd be the hottest team in the league going into Vegas.
0: They'd be one of the hottest teams in the country because they'd have, all of a sudden, like four quality wins on the resume. That's true. And ten straight. Up next, Steve Kafusi, the defensive line coach, joins us. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Our conversation happening right now, as it always does, On Twitter, follow us at BYU Sports Nation and use the hashtag BYUSN.
1: Tonight on ESPNU, and you can listen right here on BYU Radio, BYU Hoops. It's game day, baby. 11 p.m. Eastern time. I will get a nap in later tonight. Well, not tonight. Probably this afternoon. For tonight. 11 p.m. Eastern Time, LMU and Brigham.
0: Listen, Jerem is not a happy camper unless he gets his four-hour nap. Four hours? <laughs> That's, I'll take half an hour. Okay. Gee. Twitter question today. BYU will go, fill in the blank, in the last ten games of the college basketball regular season. At Twiggy or Stone says, 8-2. and two. Need to see them take control in a tough game. Until they get that do-or-die mentality, there will be losses. There's not much more room if they want to make the NCAA tournament. Joining us now as we flip the page to BYU football is our good friend Steve Kafusi, coach of the defensive line at BYU. Coach, welcome back to Studio B. Thanks for having me. So your life is certainly anything but boring right now. Uh, You're watching your son Corbin play basketball for BYU. Bronson's at the Senior Bowl getting ready for the NFL draft. Oh, and you're supposed to recruit as well. So what do you do with all your free time?
2: Uh, Here with you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, there's always work to do, but uh, you know, I love you guys, man. That's why I'm here today. So let's get this going, and then I gotta hit the road again. Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> what, what was the process like at the end of the season when you're not sure if you have a job at BYU yet? You are the
2: one guy retained. What was that like for you? Uh, it's always a uh, nervous wrecking. You know, just you know, family wondering, and uh, you know, everybody else is worried, and and I, myself, of course. But, uh, yeah, you just kind of hope for the best and see what happens.
0: When did you know you were staying at BYU? Uh,
2: I don't think I knew that until, gosh, when was it? Uh, when, I can't remember. Was it two weeks ago or a week ago? They had that little thing on the paper. I was out recruiting. That's when I heard about it.
1: So, so you I'm, were recruiting not knowing if you still had a job? That's right. <laughs> that's pretty loyal yeah. uh, to be able to keep doing that. So so now you're on this staff. Um how many times have you guys all been in the same room together? Uh,
2: a few times. You know, we had a big recruiting weekend last week, and, uh, you know, families and the, the recruits were in town, so we had a few meetings together. But other than that, you know, we were scattered again. One Sunday they left home. The recruits and parents went home, and then we, some of us had flights out. And so uh, we haven't met yet. We'll probably Friday because we've got another big group coming in. So.
1: Is that weird? I mean, like, you're the new coaching staff, but in the midst of this, you guys are all scrambling to make sure you get the best players possible at the same time. Right?
2: Yeah, you know, you're trying to hold on to uh, the recruits that you've already offered and uh, some of the kids that we're, you know, we're at the 11th hour now, and we're holding on to uh, some of them and trying to see if we can get other kids come here. Yeah, change their mind from other schools, yeah.
0: Speaking of big recruits and big being the operative word, last year, thanks largely to you, BYU helped... Themselves steal the national spotlight on National Signing Day by signing six foot seven, four hundred ten pound Mo Longy, and now he's on a mission. Do you have any update on him? How he's doing? What's what's going on with his?
3: LBS yeah, he, mission?
2: Um, you know, he emails me uh, occasionally, and you know, I got an email for him, and usually my questions back to him was, "Hey, how much are you weighing nowadays?" <laughs> 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 you know, we had specific things we talked about. You know, he's got to do and. Uh, and uh, so over the past year, you know, he's, you know, he's gaining weight, uh, you know. So I kind of jump back on him and say, hey, you know, I'm, uh, you know, from your action right now, you know, you're, you're telling me that I don't know how bad you want this. <laughs> so, you know, he gets back to me. Sorry, coach. I promise I'm going to do it. You know, OK, I'm just going to sit back and watch and see what happens.
1: <laughs> so he's in Phoenix coming up on his year mark, I think. Right. Uh, and yeah. he's gained weight. So, do you have any uh, tips for him to tell him?
2: Maybe yeah, go short. It, maybe go long sleeve uh, in the sun. I, or I something? probably need to remind him little things. I told him, you know, you can lose weight just literally drinking two cups of water, you know, before you eat, all, you know, every time. And so, I did. Not that I need it. You, you
1: don't need it. <laughs> yeah, <You don't> need <laughs> yeah. It. yeah. That's a good one to yeah. know. I, I need for, it. For asking for a friend.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you know, that's just one of the little tips I I yeah. told him. To, hey, just just drink lots of water before you eat and. You know, that way you fool fast.
0: <laughs> so now as the as the lone holdover from uh, the Bronco Mendenhall staff now to the Kalani Satake staff, and I know you haven't had a ton of time together, what differences or changes have you noticed in, in one recruiting and just kind of the, the whole coaching atmosphere and philosophy?
2: Uh, good question. Um, gosh, I don't know if I can answer that all the way, you know. But, uh, you know, we're doing the same thing, you know, Coach Mendenhall when Coach Mendenhall was here and uh, the coaching staff, we you know, we're out recruiting just like we did back then. Uh, I think the difference was, uh, you know, a lot of our recruits weren't sure who the coach's, new coach is going to be, who are the position coaches, who's going to coach him, And so that's something that we're looking at, that they need whoever the position coach is, if they're hired, they need to get out to, uh, you know, that specific recruit. You know, if you're a wide receiver coach, you know, then we need to get Ben Cahoon, you know, to get there uh, so they can establish a relationship. Again, at the 11th hour, you know, we're right there, but what do you do? That's that's the best you can do. Mm-hmm.
1: What have you seen that Kalani T- Satake does really well so far? Uh,
2: you know, he's a player's coach. You know, he's, um, you know, he likes to, um, I don't know, you just, you know, you feel a little comfortable you know when when uh, talking to him uh you know he, he was a former player here and i can relate to you know uh, a lot of the kids and also to our fan base uh because he's been here done that and he's been out there and, and proving himself you know to come back here and be the new head coach here um but i, I think we you know we spend more time together with him we'll get we'll get to you know a uh, better feel for him and what he wants to get accomplished
0: did you keep your current office, or did you
2: upgrade <clears throat> uh, i just I still got my little box over there <laughs> my the same one box. I' have been gone, so i don 't know they might move me you know <laughs> yeah, Ben might have moved me somewhere else you know i mean he 's been around here, so i haven 't seen oh. ben yet <laughs> <Okay>.
3: <laughs>
1: what's what's it like to have uh you know this whole new staff in there, including you know Ty Edmer uh, among the guys
2: uh, i'm excited about the the new coaching staff and, you know, especially for Ty, you know, he had other opportunities to coach before, but, uh, you know, he's a family man and uh, that was important for him to stay home and and be with his, his kids. And, uh, you know, he felt like it was the the right time. And uh, so I'm excited to work with him and he, you know, he's just, I don't know the right word. He's a wizard, you know, he's going to be an offensive wizard. That's what he is, you know, Uh, but uh, you know, he's been playing football, you know, since he was a little, bit, you know in Texas, you know he's probably born and football was handed to him. <laughs> uh, but a great guy, you know, great individual uh, as a person, and I know he's going to do great.
0: BYU defensive line coach Steve Kafusi joining us in studio B on BYU Sports Nation. You have a big recruiting group coming in uh, this weekend, and I know it's the last push to to try and get the best roster that you possibly can.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Walk us through what those recruits do when they come on an official <clears throat> visit like what what are the activities and and what's the timeline like for them
2: well typically we do a lot of eating uh, because you know recruits you know want to make sure they don't go home and complain to the parents say they didn't feed us enough too. Yeah, especially the big guys you know they can eat so we make sure they have plenty of food and snack around and uh yeah but they get here and and uh, you know we want them to feel something different here at BYU you know the the BYU experience Um, and there are recruits have been on campus and uh, there are recruits that haven't haven't been here and uh, especially with the parents you know so uh, we tried to make sure that we um, answer all the questions and uh, and have you know and had a, a great experience here seeing everything and leaving here with that, you know, we hope that they felt something here different from, you know, other places. And so, um, yeah, so you hope they leave here. We've answered all their questions and making sure that they see this is where their son's going to be. You know, the, maybe compare it to the other experience they had in other schools they've already been to. And so, uh, yeah, it's a special place here. So you want to make sure that they feel that.
1: There's normally like a fun activity Plus, I think they're going to the basketball game or something. Paintball yeah. in the past, something the like that. Yeah. yeah Snowball
2: yeah, building. You know, this yeah. past week, you know, guys went bowling, you know, over here, Fat Cats, and there was some good competition. And <laughs> Yeah, I feel sorry for the floor there. You know, there was <laughs> – there's got to be some dents on that wood Seriously? floor. You know, They probably had to do some work over the week, get ready for the next batch coming, you know.
1: I can't imagine the waiver but, you guys uh, have sign the next time you go there. Yeah, but, you
2: know, we uh, – yeah, those guys, uh, you know, they take a day and – uh, hour and a half, two hours, they go up, and you know, some a lot of them have never snowmobiled before, so they get to do that a little bit up here, Sundance.
1: Very cool, especially now, uh, Sundance yeah. going on. Uh, what are you seeing from Corbin on the basketball court?
2: Man, just like to see them, you know, win. We got to get some wins here, you know, so we can get to uh, uh, March Madness. Uh, but yeah, we watch him, and uh, you know, we always say, "Hey, did you have fun?" Win or lose, you know, and uh, you know, sometimes he feels down and sometimes excited. I can do better, you know, but um, yeah, you just encourage him, you know. Uh, win or lose, you continue to encourage your kids, and, you know, he's still a kid to me, so uh, yeah, you just encourage him to do his best. You
0: he know? got his jumping ability from you, right?
2: Man, you better be careful there. Uh, my wife's <laughs> got to listen to this. You're in yeah, trouble, Michelle, man. Michelle can get up. Yeah, yeah. Michelle, yeah Michelle, Michelle's got the hops okay. in the family.
0: All right, okay. Yeah. So yeah, if you Michelle. haven't seen the Capuzzi
1: commercial <laughs> with enough. us, Michelle is the, there you go. number one. I She's think, the elite the eater as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 That's a weird thing to say,
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it doesn't show, but hey,
1: whatever. Is, is Corbin totally done with football, Like, or is there a chance he could play football later?
2: Never know, you know. Uh Yeah, I would love to have him come back. You know, we're love to have him uh, come and, and help us. So we'll see what happens here at the end of the season. But it would be fun to, uh, you know, if that's something he wants to do. Yeah. So we'll see.
0: Bronson, your other son, who is graduated from BYU. Oh yeah, now, that guy is preparing for the NFL draft. He's at the Senior Bowl, and according to multiple reports yesterday, he's been doing very well in drills, and people are high on him. What advice? Are you giving to him during this week?
2: Oh, I wish I could show you my, you know, my text to him. You know, just to encourage him, you know, and, and remind him, uh, you know, little things, you know, from pad level to, you know, using your hands and separate, you know, just defensive line talk. Uh, but we, um, yeah, I'm just so excited for him, and uh, I want him to do well out there, and and uh, you know, just to see him. He's worked so hard to get to this point, and this is it. I mean, this week will literally kind of put him in position, you know. Does he slide up, you know, down? And, uh, you know, the NFL coaches have had a chance to see what, you know, there's a lot of them that have never heard of him, you know. And so they get a chance to, you know, know who he is just by his work ethic and the way he, you know, he's going through the drills.
1: Do coaches, um, you know, and maybe they haven't done this and they will, but when they call you, will they ask to talk to coach or dad? Uh,
2: Coach, yeah. I don't, was I don't amazingly think amazingly biased. Think, I, I don't think any NFL scout wants to talk to the dads. You know, you know, parents. You know, they yeah. always like to. Yeah, yeah, that's a long. It's going to be a weird conversation. Yeah. Though. yeah, well, it'll be long. You know, and it gets born. What is he
1: doesn't not do well? <laughs> oh, nothing. I think he's pretty good. <laughs> he <does> everything well <laughs> he's, he's perfect. Probably go first. First round and uh, buy my next house. <laughs> yeah.
0: Steve, it's great to have you. We appreciate the uh, you cutting out some time in your very busy schedule. So whether you're watching basketball or coaching Bronson on the phone or recruiting. Go get him done, man.
2: Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it, guys.
0: Seriously, though, what do you say to a guy that's 410 pounds and is gaining weight? That's tough. <laughs> that's, that's really tough. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Bronson Cafusi, by the way, you can watch him in the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama this weekend. Corbin Cafusi taking the floor tonight for BYU basketball on ESPNU, 11 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Mountain Time. Roxy Bernstein on the call, and speaking of the man with one of the great names in all of college basketball broadcasting, he is in Studio B next, hanging out in the hey, mustard is. yellow seats. San Jose Sharks
1: fan, man, and he's broadcast some of the games. Yeah, he's repping today.
0: Can you name any of the Sharks, Jerem? Nope. <laughs> We're back after this. <laughs> Welcome back sports friends Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. Presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU. Nas- National Signing Day National coverage.
1: Signing Day is coming up next that week. That is correct. Uh, six days away now. We just talked to Steve Kafus about recruiting. If you missed that, uh, download the show podcast. Those guys will be in town. Uh, there were some last week unofficial visits, some this week as well. Uh, so you can watch Signing Day coverage right here on BYU TV. Noon Eastern time and 6 Eastern time, two live shows next week covering Signing Day.
0: Refreshing today's BYUSN headlines, game day for BYU men's hoops. The Cougars host LMU at the Marriott Center game tipping at 11 Eastern on ESPNU. You can also listen to that call on BYU Radio. And uh, ESPN's Roxy Bernstein, we showed him, He's in, he took the mustard seats, now he has assumed the throne. We'll talk to him in just a few seconds.
1: Women's uh, team in action as well in L.A. Uh, Jeff Judkins and the, that crew trying to keep up what they've been doing, 8-1 and one in conference so far. 10 Eastern time, you can watch that on the W.TV.
0: Ziggy Ansa, the 8th overall pick in the NFL Pro Bowl team draft. Ziggy was 4th pick overall for Team Irvin. The Pro Bowl will take place Sunday, 9 Eastern, you can watch that on ESPN.
1: I'm in such volleyball mode, I read that as Irvine. Yeah, that's very different. Zach Blair tees <laughs> off today at Tory Pines at the Farmers Insurance Open. Blair's currently 22nd in the FedEx Cup standings. Yeah, one little e. Irvine and Irvin. Yeah. See, now what you don't see is during the breaks, we, we chat with the guest. We did something we've never done as we introduced Roxbury and Bird We just talked hockey. By we, I mean you two. No, that's, something, that's something. <laughs> that's something. Jeremy has the whole never commercial
0: done. Commercial break. <laughs> is that I enjoy lo- hockey? I don't know anyone on is the Sharks. Is that the longest hockey conversation you've ever had? No, I called BYU hockey games for three years. Ago, okay, okay,
1: but I don't know anyone on the Sharks. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were you were manning the point. You no, were anchoring no. the power play. Yeah, I liked a good. I, I like me a good odd man rush though. I really do. There you go. <laughs> good the hockey odd, term. My, good hockey run. term. Jeez. Okay. Fighting for credibility in
0: here. Roxy Bernstein, <laughs> uh, a man I mentioned that is on the all name team of college basketball broadcasters. So I've had a couple people ask me, how do you think he got his name? I don't know. I'll ask him,
3: how'd you get your name? Any ideas, Jared? From your father and mother. From my father. Yeah. Uh, this is actually a true story. I got the nickname before I was born, and it just stuck. Um, my mom was like six or seven months pregnant with me. She gets up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. And my dad kind of leans over half asleep, goes, hey, Roxy, where are you going? My mom's like, who's Roxy? (laughs) (laughs) That probably got really weird. But my dad, luckily, Roxy was my dad's golf caddy. And my dad was a... Pretty good amateur golfer, maybe could have gone professional, but Roxy was his caddy, so he was I don't know, dreaming about the putt he missed on fourteen and he was blaming Roxy for it. So I got blamed I got named after the caddy who gave my dad bad advice on the putt on fourteen.
0: That's awesome. I'm so happy I asked that question now. (laughs) Yeah. What what's it like for you on a
3: game day like this where it is a later tip? Gotta find ways to monopolize my time. No, I I, because I got I'm starting a stretch tonight where I got four games and five nights. So I try like to NBA player. I try to stay ahead of the, the game. So mo- looking forward a little bit, I got UCLA against Washington State on Saturday. Uh, Arizona State, Oregon Sunday. I got a women's game Monday night uh, on ESPN2. It's part of Big Monday. It's a top-ten matchup, Arizona State, Oregon State, okay. my first women's game of the year. So I've really got to th- throw myself into that because I don't – it's watch quarters, the women all that much. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's different. It's different. Yeah. So trying to stay ahead of the game so I can use my time wisely and try to be productive during mm-hmm. the day while at 2 o'clock LMU will shoot in the Marriott Center and BYU will shoot right after and you know, get caught up on the teams and talk to the coaches and help prepare for tonight.
1: One thing we were talking about is you could bring your skates next time. and You I could should. go to Peaks Ice Arena.
3: I'll go. And you could you could skate around. An Olympic venue for both people, man. Should I bring my gear, too? Should I bring my stick and my helmet? and
1: That would be awesome. You might be the only guy out there. (laughs) I'm I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready for a game. Is it hockey? who has got a game. game. Come on. Pick
0: up hockey. That's a real thing.
1: Noon, let's go.
3: (laughs) Noon's perfect for me.
1: Our producer today, Harrison Collier, who does uh, a lot of the Olympic sports events, he'll go over with you. I promise.
3: He'll okay, so we'll play one-on-one. On one one. you got to
1: hit we, the post. We, we won't be there, but yeah. Exactly.
0: Roxy Bernstein of ESPN calling the BYU-LMU basketball game tonight in the Marriott Center with us in Studio B. Let's talk about the first game in your four of five stretch here, Roxy. Okay. The Cougars and Lions uh, put on an offensive display in Los Angeles last week. They turn around in kind of a weird scheduling thing. And, Isn't and it have, nuts? And have to play each other again. Uh, so... How much will that factor into the way these two teams kind of match up tonight, given they played a week ago?
3: Well, it certainly helped the players in familiarity and scan reports. Yeah. I know it. We had it last week. Yeah, Fisher can shoot it. Yeah, Collinsworth, he does everything. Jacko's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So the, the scout report will be fresh in everybody's mind. And LMU's a team that seems they've gotten better as the season's gone on. They've won three out of four coming in this game tonight, but it's awfully tough coming on the road and, and playing here. And it's going to be an interesting game just because of that fact Would you guys mentioned that, hey, a week ago, They were playing at Gerstin Pavilion in L.A., and now here they are. Can Collinsworth get another triple-double tonight? Why not? He (laughs) had one last Thursday. Let's do it again.
1: (laughs) And you had one, uh, I believe, earlier
3: this season as well. Yeah, I had – the uh, the Santa Clara game, the Santa Clara game. So where he had that triple double, that yep. was that was the one the one that shoot moment that stood out to me. And it wasn't that one. Is <laughs> when he had to steal and was going in for a yes. breakaway, and he's looking for somebody to drop it off to because everybody in the building knew what was going on, and he was looking for an assist, and there was nobody running with him, so he had to go in and dunk and he's it. He's
1: like, fine, I'll just dunk it. <laughs> Urban Kafusi, yeah, lagging behind. I I was at that uh, game in L.A. and I was impressed by L.M.U. Their ability to shoot the ball was. Was impressive in that first half, I think, shooting high 60s. They I'd were
0: sab- 80% at one point.
1: Yeah, 81%. BY ends up executing down the stretch there, but what is it about that matchup that maybe lended itself to a closer game than maybe BY thought on the road last week?
3: I just think it's so tough to win on the road in this league. I think the league is pretty good. and it Maybe doesn't have the dominant team like Gonzaga was last year. But there's more depth and balance to the league that I see this year because a team like Pacific, for example, is expected to be awful, especially with what they're going through off the floor. They're 4-5 and in league play. And they hung with Gonzaga for about 30, 35 minutes until the Zags pulled away uh, last Saturday. That's why I think, okay, well, why is the team struggling? It's hard to win on the road in this league. And if you can come away with road wins, that's like gold. And that's why the BYU win at Gonzaga is so big.
0: BYU played a stretch of nine road games, or at least nine away from the Marriott Center in 11. Three of those were neutral. But starting with that many road games in the West Coast Conference, they're five and three. I mean, as, as you look at this from an unbiased perspective, is it time to push the panic button on BYU? Or do you think that they are set up for a nice run here in the back ten?
3: Well, the schedule lends it to be a good finish for BYU, considering all the home games they have in the second half. And keep in mind, St. Mary's still comes here, Gonzaga still comes here, so even Pepperdine, yeah. So all these teams that BYU is going to get on their home floor, and that's going to have a big impact in the way I think the league finishes. Because as right now, you look at St. Mary's is in the driver's seat, but they played all the home games. Their only loss was at Pepperdine, but they beat Gonzaga at home last Thursday night. They beat BYU. It was BYU's first league game it was on New Year's Eve, and that was that was tough travel for BYU going from Hawaii home, and then going back out to the Bay Area. I know they're young, 20, 21, 22-year-old kids. 25
1: but, in some cases.
3: <laughs> but it's still hard, and it's taxing, and it's draining. And They look like they were flat. They look yeah. like they were a little fatigued and tired in, in that matchup with St. Mary's. I'm anxious to see the, the rematch here.
0: St. Mary's not going to play a game outside of the state of California until they come to
3: Provo on February 4th. Isn't that nuts? That's
1: crazy. I, it, as good as St. Mary's has been, I'm not sure... We know how good St. Mary's is just because they haven't played a ton on the road.
3: I think they're pretty good. Yeah. But – and they went – their two losses are by combined seven points. They lost at Pepperdine in a close game. And we know Pepperdine's a much-improved team this year. Undefeated and at home. With Stacey Davis playing great. Lamont Murray Jr.'s playing well for them. <laughs> BYU knows that all too well. Um, but – and they lost and at, at Cal, Cal in a close yeah. game where they were down big, came back. Frankly, I, I think they should have won the game. Jabari Bird for Cal made two brilliant plays in the final couple of minutes that lifted Cal to the win. But Randy Bennett made some great adjustments, and Cal didn't have an answer mm. for it. But it, it's crazy how he's rebuilt the St. Mary's team so quickly, considering he lost all five starters, eighty percent of his scoring from a year ago, and they're better than they were. That's a so year ago. weird.
0: It makes no sense.
3: It, it doesn't. It but then no again, sense. maybe it does because sometimes it could be addition by subtraction.
1: Right. You'd think that. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. And St. Mary's has been impressed. Right now, he's coach there, clearly. Um, we'll
3: see how they We've play. We still got a stretch. ways to go. And right. they're, they're still the second right. half. They still got to go to the county. They still got to come here. The
1: beginning of the second half for BYU and uh, many of the teams in the conference. But you, you look at uh, the, the league. I don't see three getting in from the West Coast Conference this year. What, what do you think? Because right now, St. Mary's going Gonzaga look like they're in. You're going to have to fight their way in.
3: It's going to be tough to get three. Um, when you look around college basketball and you see. There's a lot more parity and balance, just, not just in WCC, but look at the Pac-12, for example. In the Pac-12, in Joe Linardi's latest bracketology, he's got eight Pac-12 teams with two others right on the verge of being in. It <laughs> goes to show you how deep the Pac-12 is. basically the, the whole conference. Is. It, it is, other than Washington State and, okay, one other team not getting in. But um, I, I think it, just by sheer numbers, it could be hard to get a third team in. And we'll see how things play out. Definitely the conference tournament champion is going to go. And after that, we'll see how it plays out and who wins that. Okay, where, let's say if St. Mary's wins it, where's BYU and Gonzaga? Or if BYU wins it, where's St. Mary's and Gonzaga? And I think that's where we're going to have to wait and find out because it doesn't appear there's that marquee non-conference win for the league this year, Gonzaga had some games where they had opportunities. Lost at home to Arizona and UCLA. Okay, they beat Tennessee, which is a nice win. Um, and you look at BYU, yes, they played a challenging schedule. You look at the teams that they played, but where is that marquee non-conference yeah, win right now?
0: It's at Gonzaga, and that's obviously in yeah, conference.
3: But Which is a huge win. But is it? do people kind of frown upon it because Gonzaga isn't Gonzaga this year? Because they've now lost three home games for the first time in over twenty years, yeah. it
1: feels that way. That that win is lessened, and the, the weird and thing it shouldn't. About, yeah, and and if BYU beats Gonzaga at home, now they've almost hurt their road win in an odd way, right?
3: It's it's bizarre because, for example, you know that team up the road, you know oh, that's afraid we- to. Never, never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Roxy uh, went there. Yep, all uh, about uh, that. Roxy is always. But they have the here. win over Duke, right? And that. All of a sudden, day by day, it looks like a worse loss because Dukes keeps losing. Yeah, they lost like four in a row. That's what, You need these teams that you beat and played to keep winning, and that helps your RPI. It's, it's weird how this formula is really, at the end of the day, what people will look to and break down if the team's getting in the tournament or not.
0: BYU 68 in the RPI right now. They have 10 games remaining in the regular season. We've talked about who they have coming to the Marriott Center. Our Twitter question today, Roxy, is in the back 10 of the regular season. What do you think BYU's record will be? Seven at home, three on the road. Those road games are Santa Clara, San Diego, and San Francisco.
3: So out of the ten, if I have to pick a number, I'm going to go be on the aggressive side. I think BYU can go 9-1. and one.
1: Okay. We both said 8-2. and two.
3: You said 8-2. and two. I'm going 9-1. and one. I, I think that the, the, obviously the difficult games will be Gonzaga and St. Mary's here. And Pepperdine. That's proven to be a
0: tough matchup. That's true. It's just a bad matchup for BYU.
3: Yeah, but you're also at home. And I think that carries a lot of weight. Because we're seeing how difficult it is to play on the road. And that's what BYU needs to take advantage of. They have great crowds, great enthusiasm. The atmosphere is going to be phenomenal. The Marriott Center for all those games. So why isn't 9-1 doable for this team?
0: Well, BYU, just by statistical odds... Favored right now, according to Ken Pomeroy and Sagarin ratings, in nine of the ten remaining games. The only one they're not favored in is St. Mary's.
3: And that's that's funny that St. Mary's would be a favorite here, because as well as they play, don't get me wrong, and St. Mary's is a really good team, and they're a team in the ultimate word. They play so well together. And the way they came back and beat Gonzaga last Thursday night was oh, impressive. That was I didn't see that coming. I'm sitting there courtside calling the game. I didn't see that coming. And... Did Mark Few, did they take the foot off the gas maybe too soon, possibly? But that was a great win for them. And I, I, I'm sorry, but I can't – I know they want to say it's St. Mary's to be favored here. I, I just don't know how you can do that, just considering what home court means – and how good BYU is here? How can and St. Mary's a good team? Yeah. but how can you put them as a favorite on the road in this building? I, I don't get well, it. Well,
0: even Anson Winder told us earlier this week, and he played last year for BYU. He said he he chalked up St. Mary's. He's like, I feel more confident against St. Mary's than I do BYU against Pepperdine.
1: BYU fans <laughs> don't like Pepperdine right now. <laughs> they won four because they won What's four. What's wrong
3: with Malibu? Oh, oh no,
1: trust well, me, there's nothing wrong with Malibu. It's not about liking per se. It's about. The matchup is tough. Okay. Yeah, because BYU lost that game last year. Yeah, but, again, it was on the... uh, Yeah, but... They lost a home game last year, That's true. That's true. But, you know... Nothing, trust era. me, Malibu? Yeah, I was, I was hanging
3: out over the weekend there. Nothing wrong with Malibu. <laughs> now, <do> you <laughs> you actually, know. Did you yeah. actually get to stay in Malibu? That's my question. I didn't stay in Malibu, See, we, no. they, we don't yeah. get to stay there either. Yeah. They don't let us. Not everyone's <laughs> hanging they out. Reg- they, don't win. Win. they don't let the riffraff hang <laughs> around for too yeah. long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reggie Miller's condo was not available. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Roxy, great to have you, man.
3: See so you guys tonight. Looking forward to it. Thanks All right, for having me. We're happening. looking forward to the
0: call. Roxy Bernstein with us in Studio B, ESPN Play-by-Play Specialist. Up next, more of your Twitter responses. What do you think BYU will do in the back 10 regular season games in terms of a record? We have answers all over the map. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerome Jordan live from Studio B. If you missed this show live, watch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern, or you can always download the podcast on iTunes or the TuneIn app.
1: Tonight, 11 p.m. Eastern, BYU versus LMU, live on ESPNU. You can listen on BYU Radio. We just chatted with Roxy Bernstein, who's play-by-play. He's done a bunch of BYU games the last couple of years and this year. Uh, so, fun conversation. If you missed that, download the show podcast.
0: That guy is all over the place between the Pac-12 oh, yeah. and the West Coast Conference and now doing a women's game in the Pac-12 for ESPN, and he's very, very busy for about six months. Oh,
1: absolutely. You're really busy, too, by the way. You have lots of games. Although, this week... You don't have jack Squad this week, man. Isn't that great? Awesome, right? It's Other fantastic. than this program. It's fantastic. Which is every day.
0: I know. It's like, yeah, I only have five live BYU Sports Nations this week. Woo! Awesome. But it is. But yeah, th- it's great.
1: Th- this week is a rare week where BYU TV does not have a live uh, game. But
0: they did two road games. BYU did two road games last and week. two home games and two women's home two games. Double two double headers and gymnastics meet
1: and a gymnastics. Yeah. So you got five last week. None this week. That's yeah. two and a half per
0: okay, week. Okay, Let's you know it just happens that way. Hard to spread it out. BYU- We're here to do stuff, though. We're not here to sit around. Let's go, man. <laughs> BYU getting set for the final ten games of the regular season. What will their record be? Let's go to the Twitter machine.
3: You got. Tweet. We
0: ask you to fill in the blank. BYU will go in the last ten games of the regular season. At MJ Orton says, "I'm just going for it. Ten and zero, fam. Let's go. Blue beat alert. every Blue single person alert. who crosses your path to get on that dang train. Person,
1: <laughs> beat every single person. <laughs> a little intense, okay? It's
0: a Donald Trump approach. Yeah,
1: okay, yeah. <laughs> At Ryben three, eight and two. That's what we both said. They'll beat either St. Mary's." In Gonzaga at home or have one slip on the road. Road of the Tourney is in Vegas. Now that's an interesting point. There's a there's a large assumption here. One there are two parts to me. One is BYU has to go at least eight and two. At least you need probably need nine and well, one.
0: Well, eight and two would put them at twenty two and nine going into the Mount or the West Coast Conference Tournament. Twenty two and nine.
1: You need nine and one then. Because we're assuming a loss Tuesday night. Just because BYU hasn't won the tournament since 01, they could win the thing and then they're in and everything's cool. But you can't just bank on that because you know who else just banks on winning the tournament? Pacific, Santa Clara. That's their only hope, The desperation
0: factor to get into the NCAA tournament. Help me, Las
1: Vegas, you're my only hope. No, you don't want to rely on them.
0: You want to know the only way the West Coast Conference gets three teams into the NCAA tournament is if... Any team but Gonzaga or St. Mary's wins the conference tournament.
1: Yeah, BYU's in the. You're right. Right now, BYU's in the same category as everybody else. Because like, they're in fourth place. St. Mary's and Gonzaga
0: life. in, according to most brackets and bracket matrix, for three teams to get in, it's gotta, it's gotta be BYU. Isn't that interesting? What do you think? Fill in the blank. We've heard. 9-1 from Roxy Bernstein, 9-1 from Blaine Fowler. Jerem says 8-2. I'm kind of going between 8-2 and 9-1. 8-2-1⁄2, 1-1⁄2. 8-1⁄2 and 1-1⁄2, and 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 uh, yeah, and and <laughs> if I can do that. Did I just add up to 11? I but, what, but what do you think? Now, there is one specific number that we do know for sure, Jerem. Oh, Hell man. man. Yeah, Come on. the
3: Wildcats. No. to 19
0: No! No! no.
1: <laughs> You're... An adaption of the great Green Day song. Wake me up when August ends.
0: And then Wake I'll pay attention. Wake me up when August ends. Yeah. Billy Joe Armstrong.
1: They haven't come out with an album in a while. What's up with that, Green Day?
0: 219, Jerem.
1: That means nothing to me. <laughs> nothing! <laughs> the Whip hits
0: next. Wake me up when August BYU Sports Nation, presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most, Gerald. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Men's
1: basketball. It's game day for BYU Men's Hoops. Cougars host LMU tonight at the Merritt Center. Game tips at 11 Eastern on ESPNU. Listen right here on BYU Radio. ESPN's Roxy Bernstein joined the program earlier. Interesting thoughts from him. Download the show podcast if you
0: missed it. Women's basketball. Let's not forget the ladies who have won eight straight games and sit atop the West Coast Conference tied with San Diego. Jeff Judkins' team on the road to face LMU at Gerson Pavilion in Los Angeles. That game tips at 10 Eastern on the W.TV. Cougars in
1: the NFL. Ziggy Ansah was the eighth overall pick in the NFL Pro Bowl team draft, whatever that means, last night. Ziggy was the fourth pick for Team Irvin. The Pro Bowl will take place Sunday, 9 Eastern time on
0: ESPN. Isn't it Team Irvine? football. Bronson Kafusi continuing Hand to eaters. get praise at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Mobile Jaguars head coach Gus Bradley says he likes what he has seen from Kafusi in meetings and on the field. Reports say the Jags could target Kafusi as early as the second round.
1: Cougars in the PGA. Zach Blair tees off today at Tory Pines at the Farmers Insurance Open. <laughs> That's a turkey on the course. Please remove it. Is currently twenty second in the FedEx Cup standings. Let's toss it down to the seventh hole with Jim Nance and Spencer Linton. Spencer, hello, friends. <laughs> I want someone. So that report from the Jaguars. I want someone to be like, you know what, such and such player, he's terrible. We're not going to draft him. Okay. No one ever says that. They're always like, you know what, second round, maybe. I don't know. It's always positive. They're, like fall camp, you show up and be like, this guy's out of shape. This guy's skills are worse. It's always like, oh, everything's awesome. The window on awesome
0: the NFL is. draft is interesting. We had Eric Galco of Optimum Scouting with us on. He contributes to the Sporting News, their lead NFL draft analyst. And he said right now Bronson is projected a fifth, fifth round. round
1: grade. So, so he's got some work to do.
0: Jaguars targeting him in the second round maybe. It's all about he, which between, girl thinks you're
1: cute. He's you between
0: know? the second and fifth rounds right now. That's a, that's a crazy window, but that's how it is for a lot of these guys.
1: Yeah, and it, trust me, they still have to run around in their underwear and do that whole thing with the Combine, which we'll pay attention to and cover. and you Because know, th- there's interest there. It is a funny thing that we uh, pay
0: attention to so much. Hey, uh, from at Sir underscore Puncerat. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> awesome. Is Jerem Jordan trying to pull a Trump and hide from the countdown to kick to football? Meaning Donald yeah. Trump's not going to the presidential debate tonight.
1: Yeah. I'm not in that kind of similar position. Am I fleeing from a thing? Yes. (laughs) I fleeth from many things. I doth. Uh, do this.
0: Our Elite. Tw- actually, let's go to the Rise and Shout. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help When you need it most, DexterLaw.com. Who are we giving it to, Jerem? I don't know. Let's give it to Roxy, man. Let's give it to the people that are on, that are with me that don't want to do the countdown. Oh my
1: goodness. Yes, yeah, Roxy was fun.
0: Elite Tweet of the Day at lee 51 What will BYU's record be in the last 10 games? 8-2 and two, and be fasting on Selection Sunday.